1: Hey parents, you're listening to the Project Parenthood podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Nanika Kaur, clinical psychologist and respectful parenting therapist. On this week's episode, I've got some tips to help you gain your child's cooperation without resorting to any kind of punishment. In the face of your child's challenging behavior and resistance, it's hard not to demand immediate obedience from your child. You're more likely to expect obedience if you've been raised with a power over hierarchical family structure where adult needs trump child needs, and where the biggest person with the most power, the adult, wins. Now that you're the one with more power, it can be difficult to imagine sharing power with your child. It's so triggering when they don't comply. No one shared power with you growing up. It's your turn to call the shots. But using punitive tactics like yelling, threatening, shaming, timeouts, and imposed quote-unquote consequences to get your way doesn't teach them to identify and express their feelings and needs. They also don't learn the alternative behaviors they could have used. Instead, it teaches them to use their size, strength, and power to get what they want. Bribing them or using rewards to coerce your child into compliance is also tricky. They'll often coerce you in return, refusing to comply unless you've given the reward. So how do you respond when your child breaks rules? or flat-out refuses to do what you've asked. Well, you're not going to make your child behave better by making them feel worse. They can't behave better externally until they feel better internally. Using respectful discipline takes the focus off the behaviors themselves and puts the focus on the internal struggle causing them. You preserve your child's dignity, humanity, and self-worth even as you stand firm on your boundaries. Respectful discipline is about letting go of what you can't control. Your child, and holding on to what you can control yourself. Here are 10 ways to gain your child's cooperation without using punishments. One, trade control for influence. You won't always be the bigger one with more power. That's why a strongly connected relationship with your child is a more sustainable parenting tool. Your child will almost always resist your control, but if you have a deep and close connection with them and they trust you, they're less likely to resist your influence. You'll have an easier time helping them get safely to adulthood. A child open to your influence takes your values, opinions, and experiences, and concerns into consideration as they make their independent decisions. Two, your child can't cooperate when their proverbial cup is empty. Throughout each day, your child's metaphorical cup is being emptied by normal frustrations they encounter as they explore and learn more about their world. When a child's emotional relational cup is full, they're in the, the, what we call the green zone. They're more flexible, more cooperative, and more capable of logic and reason because their needs for safety are met. Being sad, ill, or terrified can land them in what we call the blue zone, the freeze state of survival mode. Other cup draining events are ruptures in their relationship with you or having unmet needs for more or less stimulation, food, sleep, or autonomy. A draining cup can also push your child into the fight-or-flight red zone, where they have a low tolerance for frustration and become angry, anxious, aggressive. A child gets their refills through repair and reconnection with you. Refilling their cup looks like tuning into and meeting their unmet needs. Refills are the validation of their upset at having to go without a need being met and making plans with them to meet that need in the future. Top up your refills by giving them a totally clean slate following a conflict. Repair your relationship by taking accountability, apologizing, and conveying with your words or actions that the bond between you and your child is unshakable, even when they, or you, mess up. An empty cup means that your child's felt sense of safety and security is depleted. If their brain can't detect safety, it decides there must be danger, and their fight-flight-freeze mechanisms leap into action. This can look like refusal, resistance, emotional outbursts, rule-breaking, or defiance. It can seem counterintuitive, but a child in this state needs a cup refill in the form of a confident and compassionate connection, even if limits must be set. A child with a just-filled cup has renewed feelings of being safe, secure, and connected, and decreased feelings of agitation and resistance. Cooperation becomes more realistic. This goes for you, too. Three. Examine your expectations. The problem may lie in your directive, or a request itself. Are your expectations reasonable and realistic for your child's developmental stage or their unique needs and capabilities? Have you communicated your age-appropriate limits, boundaries, and expectations clearly enough with words and actions that your child understands exactly what they are? Are you offering choices when there actually isn't a choice? Insisting upon unrealistic expectations is a recipe for frustration and resistance all around. Four. Set physical limits without reactivity and offer acceptable alternatives for meeting their needs. So if your child throws a toy truck at you, block your child from throwing again. Say something like, ouch, that hurts. You threw a truck and it hit me. Throwing trucks is not okay. If you need to throw, we can throw the ball outside. Or you could say, you can throw this soft toy at your pillow. Whatever you can come up with creatively in the moment that allows them to meet their need in a way that's acceptable to you. With the limit stated, let them try again with this new information. If they throw the truck again, you might say, without anger, oops, looks like it's too hard to keep the truck on the ground. I'll put it away for now, we can try again later. If there are big feelings in response to this limit, let your child express them. Validate their frustration, and offer a hug if they'd like one. Move forward with a clean slate. And it's important to say, in this moment that this isn't punishment, that the non-reactivity that you have is not punitive, right? You're not doing this to punish your child, to hurt them, to make them suffer. You're doing this because they are having a hard time controlling their bodies. Net credit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. If approved, applications are typically funded the next business day or sooner. Loans offered by NetCredit or Lending Partner Banks and serviced by NetCredit. Applications subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit Credit to the people.
0: Best Western made booking our family beach vacation a breeze. And it felt a little like... (laughs) Time to go. Okay, kids, back in the room. (laughs) Good night. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western.
1: The days are officially getting longer. And while there may be a bit more daylight, Do you still feel like there isn't enough time to do things like plan and shop for healthy meals? Hungry Root is your partner in healthy living. It's the easiest way to get fresh, high quality groceries and simple, healthy recipes delivered to your door. Take a fun, short quiz and Hungry Root will get to know your health goals, your tastes, the appliances you use, and more. Then they'll build you a personalized cart with all your grocery needs for the week, along with delicious recipe recommendations to put those groceries to good use. Everything from Hungry Root follows a simple standard. It's gotta taste good, be quick to make, and contain whole, trusted ingredients. Save hours planning, shopping, and cooking. Hungry Root delivers food you'll love. As a busy parent striving for healthier eating, Hungry Root has been a game-changer for our family. Our box was filled with fresh, high-quality ingredients and simple recipes tailored to our tastes and preferences. One feature we particularly loved was the ability to customize our meals by swapping ingredients, making mealtime exciting and adaptable to our needs. Ordering was a breeze, and the convenience of having everything delivered to our door saved us valuable time. Hungry Root truly made our weekly meals easier and better allowing us to enjoy nutritious and delicious dishes without the stress of planning and shopping. Right now, Hungry Root is offering Project Parenthood listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to hungryroot.com parenthood to get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's hungryroot.com parenthood. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. Five, dial up the ridiculousness. Think of creative ways to make less desired activities more fun and silly. Can the toothbrush have a personality and tell jokes? Can you sing a silly song while they brush? Can you or their favorite stuffed toy help them get dressed or hang up their coat or tidy up the playroom in a hilarious way? Being silly can reset the tone of your interactions and refill both of your cups. Playfulness reminds you that you're on the same team and that you feel positively about each other. Be a parent your child can fully trust. Your child's more likely to follow your lead when they trust that you'll accept them no matter what. They need to know that you won't give up your parental authority or wield it in retaliatory ways, even when they make big mistakes, express themselves in hurtful ways, push limits, and resist you. When your child doesn't fear your anger or being punished or rejected by you, there's no need to hide things from you or shut you out of their inner lives. Instead of using punitive measures, choose curiosity and compassion. Verbally or non-verbally express, I see you're struggling buddy, what's going on? How can I help? For example, if your child has lied about something, reflect on how you might have contributed to the situation. What have you been unintentionally doing or not doing that may have led to this failure of trust? What might you change that can make it easier for your child to trust you enough to tell you the truth? They need to know that you won't give up your parental authority or wield it in retaliatory ways even when they make big mistakes, express themselves in hurtful ways, push limits, and resist you. When your child doesn't fear your anger or being punished or rejected by you, There's no need to hide things from you or shut you out of their inner lives. 7. Take your child's perspective. Learn who your child is as an individual, unique, and sovereign being. It's easy to make assumptions about your child's motivations and then act on those assumptions. Instead, make a habit of understanding their struggles, their strengths, not just from your point of view, but from theirs. What do they see as their challenges? What do they feel are their strengths? What does a conflict you're in with them feel like to them? How do you think your child experiences you during neutral interactions and when you're upset? If you were using the same frustrating to you in this moment behavior as your child, why might you be doing that? What need of yours might you be trying to meet? Autonomy, acknowledgement, space? If you were your child right now, what might help you feel seen, heard, valued, Safe. Eight, de escalation starts with you. Unless somebody's in immediate life threatening danger, even when your child is quote unquote misbehaving, you've got time to pause, breathe, assess what you and your child might be feeling and needing, and respond accordingly. Because you might be triggered by your child's unwanted behavior into the red or blue zone yourself, Anything that you can do for yourself that brings you back into the green zone is what you need to do first. Dysregulated bodies cannot co-regulate another dysregulated body. Only calm bodies can do that. Decisions you make from a place of fight-flight-freeze will necessarily be impulsive and not well thought out, escalating an already heightened situation. Bring the thinking regions of your brain back online by intentionally directing your attention to your own breath. Inhale for four counts. Hold for seven counts. Exhale for eight counts. Continue this until you can respond from a place of calm. It might take a few minutes. Nine. Believe and convey. I got this. Show your child that no matter how they're behaving, whether you're sharing a moment of affection or whether they're resisting you with the energy of a thousand suns, that you can handle it. You'll set limits if necessary and offer limited choices if possible, but you'll also accept without judgment any emotion they express. Their big feelings, their resistance and opposition are not, quote unquote, too much for you to deal with. Believe that they're doing the best they can in this moment to get their needs met. Believe that you can do hard things, Believe that meeting their needs rather than their demands will help them struggle less. Believe that being present, not catastrophizing, and meeting their chaos with your deliberate calm will bring you both back into the green zone and an internal feeling of safety. 10. Sidestep power struggles. It's easy to dig in your own heels when your child digs in theirs. Sometimes you feel so resistant to their resistance, you can start having thoughts like, I'm going to make them do this thing if it is the last thing I ever do. The more you insist they do it, the more they insist they won't. Disengage from moments like this. You'll both only become angrier and angrier. Instead, pause, breathe, completely drop your agenda. Radically accept that this thing you want just isn't going to happen right now in a smooth way at this moment. You might say something like, wow, you really don't wanna get dressed right now. Okay, I'm gonna take a break and I'm gonna go get a glass of water. Let me know when you're ready. Take a break from the situation. Go have a glass of water. Busy yourself with something else. Allow space and time for you both to calm down. Either your child will voluntarily decide to cooperate, and usually this is what happens, or you can try again later. When you might have more success, revisiting your request from a calmer, warmer, more connected or playful stance. Challenge yourself. How about for the next 30 to 90 days, you choose one of these strategies to practice during interactions with your child. Notice any emotional or behavioral changes in you or your child. Do you experience anything different? Do you experience challenging interactions any differently? Let me know how it goes. When kids are most in need of acceptance, love, and empathy, they tend to express that need in ways that trigger us to do the exact opposite. Keep your own cup full so that you have the bandwidth to model what it looks like to meet challenging interactions with calm, kind, and firm boundary settings. Your child might not be your equal, but they're equally entitled to respect, even when they're at their worst. It's unnecessary to make a child suffer because they've made a mistake or because they've behaved in frustrating ways. Obviously, you can compel your child to obey you in the moment using fear, threats, yelling, and shaming. However, that's also the way they'll try to get you to do what they want. They'll threaten, they'll yell, they'll even sometimes be aggressive or say hurtful things. These kinds of interactions damage your relationship with your child. Punitive strategies also don't teach your child anything about their underlying needs or their feelings or what alternative behaviors might be. And finally, punishment induces feelings of shame, humiliation, and angry revenge in your child, all of which actually increase challenging behaviors. So if long-term results are what you're after, consider focusing less on the -the in-the-moment compliance and model for them what it looks like to co-regulate another person by staying calm, connected, and compassionate during interpersonal conflicts. Most importantly, focus on using your relationship to inspire cooperation and teach the skills that your child needs to successfully navigate their world as they develop. Well, I hope that's helpful. You can learn more about my work with parents at www.brooklynparenttherapy.com and on Instagram at bkparents. That's B-K-P-A-R-E-N-T-S. If you have more questions about alternatives to punitive discipline or any other parenting questions or stories, leave me a message at 646-926-3243, and be sure to let me know if it's okay to use your voice on the show, or send an email to parenthood at quickanddirtytips.com. Project Parenthood is a Quick and Dirty Tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Dan Firebend, with script editing by Adam Cecil. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchings. Our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. And our intern is Cameron Lacey.
0: Best Western made booking our family beach vacation a breeze, and it felt a little like. <laughs> Time to go. Okay, kids, back in the room. (laughs) Good night. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispie, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem
1: of a detour.